Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Thursday, July 9th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynes, the Indians continue to, to work and grind at their spring training part two, the, the summer training camp at Progressive Field, and we've sort of moved into the next stage of, of activity there uh, at the ballpark with the club, and that is inter-squad games. Tito doesn't like them. Pitchers and catchers and, and hitters are are kind of looking forward to the, the matchups a little bit. What, what are your thoughts on inter-squad games? You know, I think uh, you got – right now, Joe, they're a necessary evil, and uh, I guess you got to play a lot of them here. And probably I would imagine they'll play one every day from here till they uh, play those three exhibition games at the end of, end of camp if, if those come off uh, against other teams. But you have to get ready one way or the other. And, you know, I, I was struck by uh, how fast – the Indians got into simulated games. You know, as soon as camp started last Friday, you know, uh, they were ready. They were ready to play. And um, they started, the pitchers started, you know, facing live hitters. And uh, Brian Sweeney, the, uh, the bullpen coach, said, uh, our guys don't want to play bullpens. They don't want to pitch bullpen sessions. They're ready to face hitters. So, uh, you know, we're seeing a, a progression here, but it's kind of on the, on the quick step. Right, yeah, they, they sort of skipped that whole step of, of training camp where the, the pitchers are just throwing on the side and, and, and throwing bullpens and, and not really facing live hitters, and they went right into to live matchups. We saw uh, Francisco Lindor, Mike Clevenger. We saw Aaron Savali pitch, uh, uh, you know, four or five innings the other day. Uh, Clevenger, again, uh, we, we haven't really seen much of, of Bieber yet, but they're – they're bringing guys over from the Eastlake camp as well to sort of fill out rosters for these inter-squad games. And, and that's going to be interesting because I know uh, they mentioned Bo Naylor was going to be uh, in the mix as, as far as, you know, just helping out in the bullpen and being available to, to, to give guys a break. Yeah. They had like a seven inning uh, simulated game Wednesday night and, uh, or Wednesday, not night, but, uh, and uh, Naylor was there. A couple other guys came over from, uh, from Eastlake. Um, and Plutko and Plesak uh, faced each other for, I, I'm not sure, three or four innings. And uh, Yu Chang continues to bang the baseball. <laughs> he, he, he homered off Carrasco on Monday, and, and he took Plesak deep uh, on uh, Wednesday. And both 
both shots into the into the bleachers. Yeah, Tito said, uh, I didn't know Chang could hit a ball that far. So uh, Im- impressive power being shown uh, by by the young infielder. Maybe maybe that gets him a spot uh, on the on the thirty man roster when when things you know shake out. Uh, Clevenger had some some interesting comments about inter squad games and you know what 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 that all looks like. Uh, he also had a couple of comments about uh, potential after he saw the schedule of uh, facing. Uh, Trevor Bauer in a matchup. Uh, I know the two exchanged uh, pleasantries on Twitter afterwards. After the uh, the quotes got out, he said, "I'm more excited to have an uh, more excited to have an empty stadium where he can hear everything I'm saying to him. Now we can see who's more mentally tough. That'll be fun." So, uh, <laughs> you're not shying away from the idea of uh, giving Bauer a hard time while he's out on the mound. Yeah, he threw down a gauntlet. <laughs> Yeah, I, I the think verbal those, gauntlet, I guess. <laughs> those two were actually the only ones in baseball wishing that the uh, the universal DH wasn't a part of this season, just because uh, they would love to step into the box against each other. That's the uh, the one the one thing. Uh, all right. So uh, as we move into night games and and inter squad games with these guys, uh, who can help himself the most by by sort of performing well in these games and, and, and hitting the ball? Who, who among the, uh, the Indians hitters can do that? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I would think, uh, you know, there's a bunch of hitters, a bunch of outfielders that are trying to separate themselves. Uh, Greg Allen, for one. Uh, Delano DeShields is obviously – he's not in camp yet. Uh, hopefully he, his next test turns out positive, but he's getting kind of a late start as well. He wants, um, it, he wants it negative, not positive. Just a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A negative. Negative, negative. Negative would be a big positive for Delano to shield. Yes, definitely. Sounds like a headline to me. There you go. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bowers. You know, I think uh, need needs could could use a, a big spring. And uh, you know, so there's a there's like ten outfielders, and so I think you know, obviously with help the thirty man roster is going to help. You know, some guys, uh, whether they keep an extra, you know, how many extra bullpen guys they keep. Tito's always already said they they might go with 15 pitchers. Uh, but, you know, there's going to be a, a utility guy. There's going to be a couple of extra outfielders. There's going to be a speed guy, you know, Zimmer and, and Allen, you know, for the uh, extra inning rule uh, will come into play as well. Yeah, I asked Bradley Zimmer uh, the other day if, uh, you know, if things shake out and he's on the roster just as a guy who who's out there to run the bases, maybe is that 10th inning guy starting on second base. Uh, is that a role that he's uh, would accept? And he said, yes, but he's like, he, he did mention, he's like, I think I can do a little more than just run the bases. And uh, really, you know, he can, but at, at this point with that loaded outfield, who knows if he's going to get an opportunity to do more than that. Yeah, exactly. And we didn't even talk about Reyes, Franmil Reyes. Uh, you know, he's back in camp. He, you know, he uh, was let back in camp uh, for Wednesday afternoon's practice after a negative test. And, uh, you know, he's going to get, obviously he's going to get a lot of playing time, whether it's a DH or right field. So, you know, he's going to eat up a lot of at-bats in this 60-game season as well. Yeah, he's going to get playing time because from the way he was hitting the ball in spring training and the way that he, he looks just stepping into the box uh, in an empty stadium right now. Uh, he's going to deserve a lot of playing time. He was hitting bombs onto the left field plaza uh, out of the park through the gates. 
So uh, that's the kind of power, the kind of big right-handed bat uh, hitting in, in the middle of the order there that the Indians have been sorely lacking the last few years. Somebody who could hit, uh, hit 35 to 40 home runs in a season, uh, that, that's Framil Reyes if he stays on the path he was on in, back in March. Yeah, exactly right, Joe. And, and we should mention, you know, Zimmer has swung the bat really well early in camp here. A couple home runs, uh, a double. Uh, he's, he's dealing with a, a slight uh, right hamstring, a tight right hamstring right now. But that probably shouldn't keep him. I, I wouldn't think that keeps him out of action too much. No. And we spoke to Jose Ramirez uh, the other day via Zoom. And he, uh, he's Jose Ramirez. He hasn't changed one bit. Uh, the the, uh, the the smile, the bravado, everything is there. He, he was uh, he was real happy to be back with his teammates. We asked him uh, what it was like to be able to spend some time with his his young daughter who, who was born during the season last year. He was very grateful uh, for that. But uh, you know, this is a guy who who stepped in against Trevor Bauer in the desert on a on a video on Trevor Bauer's website and hit what he thought was a 500 foot home run. Uh, Trevor Bauer said it was a pop out to the second baseman. I think it was somewhere in between that. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, that that's going to be a great matchup if if Bauer faces uh, the Indians. You know, when I think they've got what four four games consecutive games against the Reds, mm-hmm. and you you know he's going to pitch one of those games. They're going to work the rotation so he starts one of those games. And it's it's really yeah. going to be fun because you know, he was, him and uh, Ramirez were always going back and forth when they were teammates in Cleveland, you know, who could, who's going to strike, if Bauer was going to strike him out, Ramirez was going to hit a home run. So uh, it's going to be fun to see. Yeah. I, I, I can see it being uh, fun for some guys. I, Frankie, I could see him stepping in there being nothing but all business. I could see Frankie being totally serious. Francisco Lindor takes his hitting very seriously. He doesn't talk about his hitting. He doesn't, he doesn't give anything away to anybody about the when he steps into the box. No hitting secrets, no strategies, no no anything. Uh, so you know when the two of them match up, I think that's going to be the one to watch is Lindor versus versus Trevor Bauer. Yeah, right. kind of the intensity's already kind of dialed up. You know, uh, Clevenger was talking about his, his at bats against his his at bats against uh, Lindor, and uh, I guess he struck Lindor out twice, but. You know, he he said uh, yesterday that he considers him probably the best left-handed hitter in in the American League, and uh, you know that's a good way to tune up for the uh, for the season. Yeah, it's a good way to stay sharp. All right, uh, you know the other the other big news that we sort of didn't get to in yesterday's podcast, and we had been away uh, for the weekend and the first two uh, workouts last week was the sort of the, the bombshell news, the the completely out of left field. Unaware, uh, unexpected news on Friday night last week that the the Indians, uh, in in line with what's going on with, uh, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and you know the the movement in this country to to sort of eliminate racial and social injustice, uh, and the pressure that's been felt by the Washington Redskins to change their name, the Indians put out a press release saying that they've had internal conversations about a path forward on the Cleveland Indians name and how it's been viewed in, in, in the past and uh, what their potential is. It's, it basically opens the door. It puts it on the table for the possibility of a name change at some point in the future. It might not happen anytime soon, but 
this is at least a possibility that's out there. And boy, has everybody taken off and run with it. And we immediately got polls and responses from readers and listeners about what their thoughts are, what the name should be, if they should change it, if they should keep it. Hoinsey, where do you fall on all this? Yeah, uh, Joe, I, this kind of, you know, I should have seen this coming uh, when they, you know, uh, did away retired Chief Wahoo. And I think we've talked about it, you know, that that's why they didn't come up with a logo after the All-Star game, because if you're going to come up with a logo, you, you, you've really got to concentrate on the name. If you can't find a name that is going to, you know, appease, uh, you know, Amer- the American Indians. So I, we should have seen, I should have seen this coming, but like you, I was taken by surprise by it Friday night. Um, to be honest with you, Joe, I see nothing wrong with the, the name, the Indians. I, I think that's, I don't see, you know, it, it, it's hard for me to, to, to really get worked up against, to, to have a, you know, a, a, a negative feeling about that, but I understand it. You know, in talking to uh, Chris Antonetti, the Indians president of baseball operations, you know, he was very much involved in uh, the, the general managers, MLB executives um, movement, you know, the black lives matter movement on the draft uh, to black lives matter united, you know, united we stand. Um, so I, and I thought that, you know, they were going to make a movement that way. I thought this, that was the direction the organization was, was headed, but um but I guess, you know, this is the biggest way they can show that they are socially engaged with, with, with the community and, and the sense of change that I think is overtaken the country. And the biggest thing a ball club has is its name. And uh, so that's what the focus is on. They haven't said they're going to change it. They're going to say they, they've said they're going to go into discussions with all community later, leaders, the stakeholders in the club, the fans, Native Americans. We'll see what comes out of it. But, you know, I would think when a movement like this starts, you know, there's no stopping it. I think um, we'll probably have a new name for uh, the Cleveland Ball Club, uh, not this season, but perhaps as early as next year. I, I agree that it could happen soon, possibly next year. I, I'm thinking maybe beyond that, maybe 2022, 23. Uh, as, as a more likely scenario. Uh, I, I've grown up loving the team. I don't think the uniform, the logo, or the name that you put the players in is going to make a difference to me as a fan, whether or not I root for them. You know, I've, I've gotten some ridiculous emails in the last you know, week just saying, well, if they change the name, then I'm, I'm not going to be a fan of the team. I'm dropping them. I'm never, I can't imagine not watching baseball. I can't imagine not watching baseball in Cleveland, a team of guys playing for our city that, you know, we love and, and support. I, that I can't imagine. You can call them whatever you want to call them. It's, it's not going to make me stop loving baseball or baseball in Cleveland played by guys who are, Paid to entertain us. Uh, yeah. I, it doesn't matter to me what the name is, and you could you could make it re- something really cool. Spiders is really cool. I think they could do a lot with it. Spiders gives me the creeps. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I, I want I want to step on a spider when I see it. <laughs> yeah, but 
you know, Spider-Man's Joe, awesome. You know, the Spiders, the Cleveland Spiders, their last year of existence, they lost 135 games. And they were so bad, they couldn't play at home anymore. And that's because the ownership took all the good players from that team and sent them to St. Louis. So you want to so name you a took, team after So that? if you took Francisco Lindor and Shane Bieber and Mike Clevenger off this team this year and they lost 59 games, would you, would you change the team's name? I, I, that, that argument that they lost, they lost 134 games in their last year. That has no, that bears no, nothing. It's, it means nothing. It, it, I just think I, that's digging up bad history. That's bad karma to bring this. You know what? This city's got enough bad sports karma. What's, what's one more? I, <laughs> yeah. It's not nothing. You could make, you could make a mint off of new, Cleveland Spiders logo, gear, and everything. I think it'd be awesome. And think about the pinstripe uniforms. They could do pinstripe uniforms. That would look really cool. Spiders web. (laughs) Yeah. Again, for anybody who is so married to, is so invested in Chief Wahoo or the Indians, you have to ask yourself why and be honest about why. Be honest about why, if they change it, it's going to offend you or bother you or hurt your feelings. This is, it's, it's a name and a logo. It, it means, ultimately, it means nothing. It's a, it's a hot-button topic for sure. I think it's, the Indians have been named the Indians for 105 years. There's a lot of tradition there. There's a lot of, you know, success. There's a lot of failure. There's a, there's a deep connection between the Indians and Cleveland. And, if you change that, you really, you know, run the risk. I think if you're an organization of shaking that trust with the club, but I, th- I also agree with you, Joe, baseball is baseball. If, if a, a player has Cleveland across the front of his chest, you're going to watch it. it I mean, it, and a name is only a name. And if it offends some people, if it's time for a change and the, and the people whose name it is are offended by it, if you can do the research on that and find that out, then, then it should be changed. All right. Well, I, I, this is, we, we definitely, you and I definitely differ on this. We differed on the chief Wahoo logo, but again, I think we, we both sort of agree on the fact that, you know, baseball is baseball and no matter what, you know, we, we love watching it here in Cleveland and uh, this is, these are the guys who do it. So we're going to follow these guys and and, and support them. I, I don't care what logo they have on their jerseys. So. Yeah. And I've heard this is, you know, when people, when they drop Chief Wahoo, people said, we're never going to watch again. I guarantee you those people are, are, have watched baseball, you know, and, and I think and, the, the, the people that are angry now, if they do change the name, they'll come back. Baseball, and, you, you can't get away from baseball. It's, it's part of us. And if you're a fan, you're a fan. Like you right. said, it doesn't matter what the logo is. And you know what? Those people are going to show up at games wearing their Indians jerseys and yeah. their, their Indians t-shirts. Fine, let them. Do not care. Walk around Progressive Field wearing as much Indians gear as you want the first year that they're the Spiders or the Guardians or whatever you want to call them. Walk, do that. Those people eventually will all die off. They'll all be gone. And, and why, why don't we the, say they're converted? Those people will be converted. Yeah, I don't want to say converted. They'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll eventually cycle out. It, it, it'll just happen. I'm but, Joe, I've been fielding names and names and names on here. I've gotten over 
the last time I counted, it was like 260 names, different names. And, were, and that doesn't even cover the, you know, the repeats on, on the names. And, and I'm still getting names. It, what's, the, it's crazy. What's, the worst, what's the worst one you've gotten so far? Oh, the worst one I got was, uh, I think, uh, oh, man. There's, there's been a lot, there's, there's been a lot of, there's been some nasty ones, but, uh, the Cleveland blue herons, that was blue one herons. that I didn't get. I didn't, I didn't get that. I like birds, What's but the I, didn't like, I didn't get to know where the, the blue herring, the herrings come, came from. I like the Cleveland cyclones after, uh, Cy Young. There you go. That's you not bad. I, I, and uh, the one, one was cool. Uh, the Cleveland Shoeless Joes, I thought, was pretty good. <laughs> but I know it's kind of yeah, a niche, it, it's a niche not gonna, name. And, and I saw, you know, uh, Senator Sherrod Brown wants to call them the Buckeyes, and that would honor the, the, uh, the Negro League team. But there's no way. You've got Ohio State. There, there's absolutely yeah. no way you're going to get Buckeyes as a, as a trademark name. And, and so – out of chance. One was one was Cleveland Forty Eighters, you know, the uh, in honor of the nineteen forty eight, you know, World Series club. The other was uh, some the Red Tails, the Cleveland Red Tails, well, after the Tuskegee Airmen. So that that one I think is going to get taken by the the Redskins. I think the Washington Redskins are going to change their name to the Red Tails. I, I've seen some mock ups of potential jerseys and logos for that, and that actually makes a lot of sense and would be really good. So yeah. And I guess the guy that wrote me had said there's a bunch of, you know, for former Tuskegee Airmen from Ohio, so mm-hmm. there would be a connection there. That'd be really neat. So uh, there's a lot of possibilities and a lot of potential for change out there. But, again, uh, this is a, a, a debate that's going to go on for, uh, for the foreseeable future, and we'll continue to get emails like this from the guys trying to be funny to the guys being serious and to the guys being seriously misguided with a lot of these i think uh it'll be be interesting all right uh that was that was a fun conversation uh, i'm sure we'll have it again at some point uh maybe even bring in some guests to talk about it uh in in future episodes of the podcast and in the future we will be doing uh recaps of some of these inter squad games and as we get into regular season games we'll be you know uh wrapping those up and and talking about the the play in those games as well so uh Again, for the, for, the, for the next time we get together on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast, Hoinsey, uh, go Cleveland Baseball Club. <laughs> the Cleveland Baseball Club. There you go. <laughs> you Talk don't make later. anybody mad. No. Nope.